It's Tuesday the 2nd of May. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm your host that's here every day, Danny McGinlay. And because it's a very special occasion, we've got Shane Lee. G'day, Shane. <laughs> that's how it works, is it? Hey, um, hey, Danny, what's happening, mate? You're coming to Sydney soon. When, when can we come and see you live in person, mate? Uh, next weekend. Uh, next Thursday the 11th and Friday the 12th at the Enmore Theatre. I'm doing my show Hard Nut. Fantastic. Which uh, just got uh, reviewed uh, in Melbourne saying I was the most gifted comedian in Australia which uh, I know is absolute hyperbole, but I'm going to take it. And the week after that, take it. you can see me at the Perth Comedy Festival Friday the 19th at the Recobite. Would love to see all the afternoon sports fans there. And, you know, if you get bored halfway through the show, just put up your hand and I'll give you an update on uh, on the golf or the surfing. Well, mate, <laughs> that's it, right, mate. I think with, with the, the newfound fame, mate, uh, every time you go to a restaurant, you might be get, uh, having a Recobite. And when someone comes in to butt you in for an autograph, oh, mate, come on, how's that? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got on the show today? Oh, mate, we are talking cricket, surfing, NBA, AFL, NRL, and much more. Hey, Stephen Ferris here, one half of Fire Up. I'm here with the great Chris Gale, the other half of Fire Up. And, Stephen, we've had a lot of fun with rugby league over the years, but with the way the concussions and HIAs are going, I give the game about five years. It's looking dark and gloomy, Chris. So you may as well come and tune into the Fire Up podcast now and listen to the last days of rugby league. As we see the little stuff, it's a soap opera and you're going to love it. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. It's afternoon sport. Let's start with tennis. Explosive young tennis star Holger Rune. He was given a scolding by a chair umpire. I mean, I look at this, Shane, and mostly I'm just relieved that the tennis brats aren't just Australians. <laughs> well, that's, that's a very, very good point. But Holger Rune, he's only 20 years old, and he was knocked out of the Madrid Open by Spaniard Fokina. Um, it was a close game, like all games are on, on clay. They seem to be very close. It was 7-6, 5-7, 7-6. But it was the way that the, um, the I suppose, the chair umpire gave him a bit of a dressing down. He was quite polite to him, actually. He said, I just don't like the way you carry on. I've reprimanded you before in previous tournaments and the crowd now are going to turn against you it's is only for your own good and this all came about because a serve was called in by the electronic line um, the Spaniard complained and said it was out and Rune walked over and on clay put his foot too close to the mark and pretty much erased the line <laughs> and then the crowd blew up being all Spaniards so he's rubbed out the evidence See, and, um, yeah. and they turned on him I do like a good villain and tennis does those really well but mm. when you have a big tantrum like that it's so much a worse look uh, when you lose yes yeah, <laughs> that's right, mate. Venus Gerolitis was known on the tennis tennis uh, circuit for rubbing out a lot of lines, but very, very different ones. <laughs> I also love a really polite umpire. That's actually my favourite thing about rugby union. There was one particular umpire, I think he, all I know is he had an Irish accent and he would never know the players' names in the Bladdersloe Cup. But you, you would have players just really belting each other going, number 12, number 12, I've told you to stop ripping his head off, please. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, a story from the weekend at George Gregan's and the boys were saying that um, they oh, played yes. a test match against the Irish. And um, uh, one of the Irish players, I can't remember his name, called George Monkey Boy. Oh, dear. And the boy said, what would you say, mate? And he said, yeah, he left the cage open. Oh. And then they just looked at the ref. The ref just smiled. And then the, one of the Australian forwards knocked him out. <laughs> and the ref did nothing about it. So it was a good even up. Uh, horrible, yeah, horrible I, story. I, I think that actually, you know, we talk about, you know, the issues of uh, racial vilification in sport. I think, uh, yeah, if you racially vilify someone, you you know, the, the opposition to get to get one free hit. Maybe that's a that's maybe it. that's a solution. 
<laughs> that could be the solution. Good way to good way to handle things, I think. Let's talk about someone who is absolutely mm-hmm. not a brat. Probably my favourite person in world sport at the moment, Ange Postacoglu. Uh, he's closing in on the treble. Uh, Celtic defeated Rangers on Sunday night in the Scottish Cup semi-final, meaning Rangers can't win it. Well, they could win a trophy if Celtic absolutely implode. They need. Three more points from five more games here, Shane. So they pretty much just need to win one or draw three. And, you know, let's face it, they're pretty unstoppable in that league. Um, They'll win the treble. Uh, That would mean Celtic have won more trebles than any other club uh, ever. So that's knocking off Real Madrid. So that's pretty impressive. Um, A lot of people, Ange said in the post-match presser, he knows that a lot of the... um, the narrative will be that, oh, the Celtic have got it easy, uh, they're in an easy league, but uh, it's actually a lot harder to win the Scottish League than than you would think. Well, you're still going to win, right? And um, and you're dead right. They will be uh, the new outright, outright world leaders with eight um, premiership trebles. Um, but this put this will put Ange into rarefied air up there uh, at Celtic. Um, there's only uh, four other managers that have ever done yeah, this. Jack Stein, Jock Martin Steen. O'Neill, Brendan Steen, I should say. Yeah, Brendan uh, Rogers and Neil Lennon. Um, yep. And Ange's been the only real outsider. Um, all the rest have you know, history with the club themselves and being in around um, that area, the part of the world. And um, yes, Ange comes with uh, fresh eyes and um, He's going to be owned by that by that club for many years to come. After this, he will never pay for a beer in Scotland no, uh, ever again. My my highlight of that match uh, though was uh, the Celt- the, uh, the Scottish fans. They do banter better than anyone else. And uh, if you know the politics, uh, you know Celtic are the the traditionally the Irish uh, Catholic team who are mm-hmm. and uh, the Brit the Rangers fans are all uh, the staunch uh, Royalist Protestant team. And they were they was waving a lot of flags with King Charles on it. And so the song at the end. <laughs> <laughs> sung by the Celtic fans were forgive the language, but is you can stick the coronation up your ass. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, it plays to my prejudices so well. And, and they're not talking about the sandwich. <laughs> no. <laughs> so odd this coronation thing. I mean, they they pull in something called the Stone of Destiny from Scotland. Right. It just seems Im- I'd be embarrassed to do all this if I was Charles. Uh, i back to university days, the stone of destiny. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> very different times. Uh, Rugby Australia searching for a new chief executive after Andy Maros uh, attended his shock resignation from the role on Monday. Now, we were just talking last week, Shane, about how he was mm-hmm. up and about the best of all time because they'd made a profit or some something like that. It seems odd, the timing. Am I reading too much into this or is there some shadiness going to come out or or did he just win Tats Lotto on the weekend and went, you know, stick your job up your ass? You know, what, what happened No, here? no I, I think there's a lot lot more hurt to come. And um, if you remember from last week, they, they made an eight-point million surplus uh, off the back of losing $27.1 million in debt over COVID. But they basically just sacked a lot of staff and have um, introduced player pay cuts. So it's not sustainable. Um, I, I can't believe this Andy Marinos actually lasted this long. He's Zimbabwean. I don't know why we can't have an Australian head up our rugby union uh, business here. But um, I heard him speak at a Mossman function and he said, I'd like to thank all the women for doing the weights. Or, or no, I'll say that again. I'd like to thank all the women for, for doing the washing. Oh, dear. And it was, uh, yeah, it didn't really read the audience. Oh. There's a lot of... Uh, God. Yes, a lot of women in well, women in the audience. They didn't go down, like, went down like a lead balloon. But did, the uh, tipping. <laughs> did the um, did the accountants at uh, Rugby Australia who were celebrating the eight point two million dollar profit then suddenly realise it was Zimbabwean dollars? So it's only about thirty bucks. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's not very much at all. But they're tipping uh, former Wallaby. Uh, 
Phil War um, as the probably the potential number one replacement, or mate of mine Todd Greenberg who ran the NRL here. Oh um, yeah, potentially. And I think uh, if it comes, I know both those boys. I think Todd would probably interview a lot better than Phil, but Phil has a pretty good corporate career at the NAB um, and as a former player himself. So, were there either of these of- gentlemen at the George Gregan Keys in a Bowl weekend? <laughs> no, they weren't, mate. <laughs> uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> uh, over to golf now. Australian Hannah Green. She's a continued Australia's golden run on the global golf stage with a stirring playoff victory at the uh, JM Eagle LA Championship in California. She won like four and a half million bucks. Yeah, three million US, which is a great effort. I, I really did enjoy her interview after the um, uh, she won the tournament, and it was a close. It was a um, it was a playoff, um, and she sort of broke down in tears, and she said how hard the last couple of years have been for her. Um, she yep. really struggled with her form and 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 confidence, and and didn't really believe that she could ever do this again. So it's nice when uh, I know as a former sportsman when you. There are, there are a lot of times where you don't believe and you can turn things around you think okay I'm good enough to do this and um, yeah it was a nice moment from her and it's a big uh, it's a big event in the uh, is it the LPGA uh, the Ladies Professional Golf mm-hmm. Association now I, I just want to ask Shane you're more into golf than I am uh, with the live tournament it, mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's no women's live tournament considering it's a Saudi thing no there's not yet no and I don't know if there will be so this is the best that, that so maybe that's how it's going to split the men will all go to live the women will play the uh, the PGA, and uh, and then finally we get uh, co-ed golf in a WWE style tournament. <laughs> and what a movie that would be! All the it'd be like League of Their Own. All the women against the evil men and the Saudi money. Oh, I'm pitching this tomorrow. That's a good idea, mate. I'll let you run that one. It'd be <laughs> you can't forget those guys. You might come out with no fingers on your hands. But anyway, we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take a break. All right, say so it's NRL, AFL, and more after this short break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. You're back on Afternoon Sport. Let's talk uh, what I would call real footy, Shane, controversially. I'm um, talking Aussie rules, AFL. Um, big, there was a bit of sickening footage uh, this week. Uh, Charlie Combin, uh, Kangaroo's young gun. He went down. He, he sort of just broke his leg, landed awkwardly. No one's fault. Just a, a bit of bad luck there. Um, it's But they, they didn't – what they do now with the broadcasts is – there seems to be a policy at Channel 7 that they don't show injuries when they do it. I mean, with yeah. Jeremy Howe, yep. sim- very similar injury happened to him. Um, we just You can see the bone sort of uh, sticking through the sock. I, I think I've got to disagree with this. You've got to, I think you should show injuries. It's part of sport. We shouldn't be shying away from the dangers of playing these games. So sometimes you want to see the downside to sport. I know when the, when the Suns beat the Tigers on Sunday, I wanted a close-up of the Richmond cheer squad. Show me the pain. Poor, poor Charlie Combin. Like, um, for him, like the Kangaroos, we know they've struggled the last couple of years, and they've shown some glimpses Definitely. Of, of improvement. And um, and he played all seven games after in 2018. He injured his left tibia and knee playing basketball, and he's just got yeah. it right. And poor bloke, horribly injured now. And it's gonna that could be another year and a half off. Oh, I'd say probably a year. 
I do know that Alistair Clarkson yeah. is a big believer in him. So if you're going to have if you're going to have yeah. one of the greatest coaches of all time in your corner, I think that would motivate you to go through the rehab. But yeah. no, I hope he comes back. He's got a lot of talent. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Someone else who's got a lot of talent, Finn Callahan. He just got the uh, the Rising yep. Star nomination for round seven. Played a great game in the uh, Giants knocking off your Swans in the. The, what, what do you call it up there? Is it the Sydney Derby, the Battle of the Bridge? Is it is it getting momentum uh, as a as a as a sporting spectacle? We just say we're playing them. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Westies. <laughs> no, I tell you what. Um, this Finn Callahan, he's uh, he's a good footballer. He gave him the shits on the weekend. The way, how well he played. Um, Twenty six disposals, eighty eight percent efficiency, and ten marks. And he's the real difference between the transition from you know the the. Uh, Defense in the back into into attack and um, yeah he's he's a he's a serious talent. This Mate, kid Shane, too. I think what you just said there is something that really should be said more in our sports broadcasting because you paid him the ultimate compliment there that he sh- he gave you the mm. shits because you're you're a Swans yeah, fan yep. you hate it yeah yep. and look I got to say there's a lot of Giants players that give me the shits but I absolutely respect them the the Bulldogs and the Giants yep. have a great rivalry play them this Saturday. They, I will be. There'll be certain players that I will be hating with the power of a thousand suns, <laughs> yeah. but only for that two hours. I respect them as players. Um, but yeah, I'd, that's it. I, I love to beat the Giants. And uh, do you know the worst thing, Shane? I'm, I, were you at the game? I, I know you were at George Gregan's orgy. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst thing about losing to the Giants is they unequivocally have the best song in the AFL. So you're really annoyed that you've capitulated to these these horrible orange bastards and then you got just you're just on your way home and all you've got in your head is bum 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 and it's so joyous. I hate it. What do you think it's just on that what do you think the best team song is besides you can't you can't pick it's definitely the Giants without a doubt the Giants. It was written by the Cat Empire. I like the Colling I like the Collingwood one. Collingwood's good. I mean there's there's no the only really bad ones are West Coast was terrible for a while, but then they got um, Birds of Tokyo to re-record it, and I reckon it sounds pretty good mm-hmm. now. Probably the only bad one is Gold Coast, I would say. It just sounds pretty... I've never heard that. No, no one has. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the songs are great. Do you do, you do that in, in Leak? Do you sing? Do you get behind the songs and everything? Um, they do, but they all do the same. The Roosters start... Um, uh, yeah, they're very, very bad. They um, But they, they, they get around Esky and pound the Esky. Um, and then just sort of sing it really, really fast and, and quick and yell and then throw beer in the air and go, we, yeah. Okay, yeah. All do. right. Well, that's something that my code's clearly doing right is those NAF songs. Well, let's go to your code, uh, Shane. Um, the NRL's admitted a huge referee blunder in the Raiders' golden uh, point win. Uh, so, what? I mean, this seems to be happening more and more, which I like. I like when the league accepts responsibility for getting it wrong. But will there be any consequences? Is it just oopsie doopsie? We should have done better. No, that that's basically it. They, they they admit to it, and that sort of puts the fire out, doesn't it? Um, it's it's the way they sort of extinguish these discussions. They they own up to it, and um, I was always told that at school, if you get in trouble, put your hand up and own up to it, and it'll, it'll go away faster than trying to hide from it. But uh, it was a it was a bad bad decision. It was uh, back rower Hudson Young. Um, that knocked on, uh, wasn't called, and led to the Raiders' field goal, and and the, and the score was thirty all at that stage. So, um, yes, Raiders get a reprieve, and Ricky Stewart uh, lives to breathe another day. Um, finally, uh, Sea Eagles young John Josh Schuster's discipline uh, as a uh, it's, he's angered the manly officials. And he could see his time at Brookvale coming to an end. I, I haven't seen this. What, what's Josh done? Well, Josh is 5'8". Uh, he was signed at 13, uh, identified then as a young kid. Um, and, 
he's shown some glimpses, but he is, I think, visibly overweight. Um, and he was, he was even warned by the captain, um, Dale Cherry Evans, only last week that he needed to lift his um, effort at training. Um, then he got into a fight. Now, this guy's on $800,000 a year, which is a huge salary yep, fair for enough. someone who's been paid for a long time and has delivered very little. And he doesn't look in Nick, and he's not training hard. Now he's getting into fights. So I have a feeling that Manny actually want to get rid of him. Yeah, so, um, I reckon this, this, this could, yeah, it's just too too much on on the uh, too much uh, chunk out of their salary. So uh, they could definitely sign another couple of good players for for that amount of money. Yeah, well, he's getting into fights. I thought those people were supposed to be jolly. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Let's finish on a good story. I I can't love this story more. Aussie um, mm. punter. We're talking NFL. His name is Lou Headley. Uh, he was an, he's just been claimed as an undrafted free agent by the New Orleans Saints. He's going to fight to make their 53-man roster. That's a minimum payday of three quarters of a million dollars US. Uh, so he's he's grown up in West Australia playing Aussie rules. Mm-hmm. Um, even yep. got to the reserves of the Waffle in the Peel Thunder. Pretty good side. Um, yep. But then got in the the mines, the FIFO. Um, you know, made a, a, a truckload of money and never had time to spend it. Um, he dropped out of so he's got to go the long way here. He he had to he's got to drop out. He dropped out of high school, so he can't just go to a college. He's got to go to a junior college in order to get his credits up and graduate high school and then go to college. And uh, it's a huge ex- expensive gamble, but it's paid off. And and if you look at this guy, he is the dictionary definition. Of, like, if you saw him get on a Jetstar fight, you'd assume that it would turn around before it got to its destination. But he's 29. How the fuck could he go to a junior college? <laughs> he must be given a fucking lecture on um, on mining or something. But, uh, but, what, but what, what, what a good news story. Um, yeah, as you said, didn't get picked. Uh, he's been drafted as a free agent. He now, as you said, can fight for the, one of the 53 spots. And if he signed, he goes from tradie or uh, fly-in, fly-out minor to on a minimum $750,000 US a year. It's a great story. That's brilliant. And my favourite line in the, or the article that I read that uh, you know he had to take a gamble to get there. Had to mm. you know fund himself going to the United States and uh, and do all the the practices and whatnot. He even had to sell off his stake in a barley tattoo pow- parlor. Is that that's the most cashed up bogan thing I've a ever tough, heard? What a champion! Times are tough, mate. Well, he should, he should, he should be just putting a few tatters <laughs> on his arms before he goes to college and says, "Young girls, I am rich." <laughs> Let's all get behind him. Go, San- if New Orleans, if you do not pick this guy. You will become my most hated team (laughs) ever. Uh, That's all we've got for uh, Afternoon Sports today. Uh, Don't forget, like, subscribe, do all the things that you need to do. And thanks to our sponsor. Fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet, the only betting app you'll ever need. We'll see you tomorrow on Afternoon Sports. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellade, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellade. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellade at cellade.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O.